0: Welcome to the Obesity Medicine Podcast with your host, Dr. Matea Rentia, board-certified in internal medicine and obesity medicine. Here, we talk about a path to metabolic health, and we have real conversations about chronic weight management and living a full life. Just a reminder, I am a physician, but I'm not your physician. So everything that's on this podcast is for informational purposes, but please go talk to your doctor about what's right for you. There is no medical advice being given on this podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. How's everybody doing? Today is another one of those informal episodes where I am sitting in my living room recording this because this topic has popped up so much, not only for myself to work through, but with patients and coaching clients. And I also think this is a perfect time of year for us to talk about this with respect to how do you handle traveling? How do you handle holidays? different dinner engagements coming up, different things that you have to go to that kind of throw off your routine or potentially get in the way of sort of the things that you normally are doing to support yourself. How do you handle those things and still stay on track? So whenever I see something popping up, number one for me, 24-7, but also I see it in my patients and my coaching clients, like everybody's having this pop up, I say time for an episode on it. So Something that pops up very frequently is that you are on, let's just call it a health and wellness journey, because maybe you don't have any weight to lose, right? Like we talk about that often, but that's just not everyone's thing. Or maybe you're already at maintenance. Maybe you never had weight to lose to begin with. But you want to take great care of yourself. But then life is life. And we talk about this a lot. So life is always going to be happening. There's always boulders thrown in there unexpected things, people get sick, you suddenly have to travel for work a bunch when you never did before. There's just things that pop up. Like I'm going to give you an example. We travel a lot, pretty much every other weekend because we split time with some of my stepkids. So one lives with us all the time, but the other two we see them every other weekend or you know more on breaks and holidays and things like that. But so we're traveling back to Indiana to spend that time. So there's stability for them as far as, you know, not having a, a travel back and forth. And that is great. However, it has meant that I have had to learn how to travel all these hours, especially with if any of you are familiar from Chicago to Indiana, there is so much construction. What used to be a three hour trip is now usually closer to six. So it's about double the amount of time. So that's, that's, it's all worth it for the quality of the relationships maintained. However, I have had to learn how to help myself to still have the amount of protein, still have the fiber, not always show up on the other end, water in the feet, you know, just not feeling bad or days to recover with the scale. So I want to talk through today what are three things that I see work for myself and for others that have a lot of road trips, travel, holiday plans, all these kind of things, birthdays where they have a lot of things popping up. How are they staying on track with those things? So let's talk through that and see if any of this is going to be helpful for you. Number one, there has to be an element of planning involved. I have very rarely encountered someone where this is a challenge in their life, kind of their relationship with food or maintaining their weight, things like that. That That's really usually who I'm talking to on this podcast, right? So if you're someone that doesn't struggle with that, you're not even going to understand this as a concept. And I always bring this up because my husband is not someone that has ever struggled with his weight. He, you know, naturally tends toward eating meat and maybe a few bites of veggie. And he just, this is not ever a thing for him. So he will not ever think a moment about this. But here's what I've seen with people that do struggle the planning part means that you, in some capacity, usually need to sit down and figure out logistically how am I going to make this work. I want to give a few examples I want uh, two because this has recently come up a lot. So number one, I want to talk about my trip to Indiana and back. And then I want to talk about me physically flying places because they both present unique challenges. When I say planning, in the beginning, I wasn't planned well for those road trips. And so we'd be stopping somewhere and getting fast food. Now, between me and you, I like to have some fries every so often. That's not something I necessarily want to cut out. But as a vegetarian, I found that it was really challenging to get a good amount of protein without me really seeking down the options, looking at what the places had, things like that. Part of what I do for those road trips, the planning for me is saying, okay, physically when we leave, how many meals or snacks, like what am I actually logistically going to need during that period? Because it's not just like aimlessly packing snacks and food and things. If that works for you, amazing. But a lot of you, I want you to think about what is actually reasonable during this trip. And so I want to give an example. We left the other day. It was Friday, 4 p.m. It's always different when we're doing these things, but I said, okay, I I'm hungry right now. I know we're gonna go get dinner. I brought with me fiber, I brought with me protein, I brought all those things. I knew we're going to stop at whatever place and I'm going to eat half the fries. So that is going to be really great. I'm going to love that, that saltiness, all of that. But I know I already got all the other great things. So it's not going to throw me off at all. That's going to be just a really nice treat for myself that's happening every two weeks. Love that. But I'm still going to feel really good. I made sure to have enough water with me. I always bring my Fair Life protein drinks Even if we stopped at to get gas at a gas station, like my son wants a lollipop at every stop. (laughs) But the point is, it was just the trip went great. I woke up the next morning, did not feel, I use the term waterlogged, but you know, when you wake up from travel, if you've ever had this and you're just puffy and you don't feel good, didn't have that. That was one, that was one example how I supported myself. The other one, if I'm flying again, same problem presents itself. I will usually travel with like a cut up apple. A few cheese sticks. Like there are some things you don't have a challenge getting through TSA with. And then I will always end up finding other protein sources and other things that are food options. But if worse comes to worse, I've got the protein pack, I've got the cheese stick, I've got the apple, a few nuts, whatever it is, I know that I'm usually good to go for a meal or two. I might bring a sandwich. It just kind of depends. Again, how many hours and what options do I know exist? Now, I'm getting to know O'Hara International Airport better, <laughs> so I'm knowing the options. But the first time I went, I had no idea. I didn't know what the stands were going to carry. You don't know if they're going to change what they do. I knew if worse comes to worse, I have these things with me, and I will get to the other end feeling amazing. That is the first thing. Planning is not controlling every single moment. Planning is not that I have nothing and I don't enjoy anything. Like I want to give you an example. When... Me and my husband here recently went on a trip. We were at O'Hare. We were there early in the morning. I have in my bag the apple and all the other things, right? But I knew I really liked the decaf Dunkin' Donuts coffee. So I got that and I'm thinking, was there something else? Yes. I got an egg and cheese bagel, left off half the bagel. So I had half the bagel with the egg, the cheese on it, ate that, had my coffee, and then I think I had some green beans or something else that I brought because I'm really obsessed with getting the fiber in so that I don't get constipated to get the protein in. Again, I still want to a quote-unquote a treat every so often. And again, I'm not always doing these things, but it's so balanced, right? We got a bunch of walking in before. I want to open you up to the fact that planning it's in the a very loving vein, so that you can end up getting what you want long term. It's not restrictive, it's not punitive. it's not controlling every moment. It's saying I have this as a backup so that if I don't find that exact perfect thing that works for me or I don't have you know whatever it is, like even when we were in the plane, they would sit there and pass out you know, they, they're they giving out these like sugary, I don't know the word is a biscuit, but like cookies almost. And I was so proud of myself. I was like, I'm just gonna feel horrible if I have this. I think I just stuck it in my bag. I should have just hand, like not even accepted it. But the point is I felt so much better in the plane. I had a protein drink that I found at a stand. I had the cheese stick, the apple. I felt so great on the other end of that four hour flight. Felt amazing. Okay, so number one, planning. Planning is about getting realistic, Planning is about thinking what supports could help me. Planning is not about panic. It is not about restriction. It's also when you're thinking planning, we could do actually an entire episode on this, but planning is about being realistic as well. Because again, every time I'm doing these trips, I am having a thing or two that I like. The other time coming back to Chicago, I had part of a Rice Krispie treat. Again, it was after a meal. It was balanced. It was all these things. But They're working in so great and I'm still reaching all my goals and all those things are happening because of the planning part. Okay, and planning, the other last thing I want to say about planning, planning takes time. I don't want you to think that, okay, you go on your first trip, you go to your first event, that you have it all perfect. It takes thinking through the scenario and then you tried your best and you might show up and it's totally different than what you thought or maybe you thought you were going to be able to find XYZ and you can't. That is fine. There needs to be a flexibility involved in it. Okay, you learned what's the best option in front of me. I'm going to be having on the podcast coming up here soon, one of my patients, and she's absolutely amazing. And she talked about how in the clinic, we talk a lot about good, better, best decisions. And she says, you know, I make a lot of better decisions. I don't always know they're the best, but they're better than what I used to make. And my thing is always whatever's in front of me, what's the best choice at that time, in that moment, It's going to vary. Do not expect perfection from yourself. Okay, let's get back to the steps here. So number one was planning. Number two, I'm going to bring up the word routine. Now, you're thinking, what are you talking about, Matea? You just said that I'm traveling, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But there are elements of your routine that can still fit in and that are going to help you feel a little bit more grounded. So I want to give you an example. Most of my patients, when they're traveling, we still look at What is part of their normal routine that's a baseline minimum that can still happen? So let me give you an example, water intake. And this might be something that you really need to plan, but they can still get their water in if they make sure, okay, that's part of the routine I still want to keep. They might still be able to get in a quick morning walk before the conference starts or wherever they're going to, you know, depending on what your schedule looks like. We like routine because of what it does for us. It makes us feel stable. It makes us feel secure. It helps us out. It's not a bad thing when we have some routines. I want you to think about wherever you're going, whatever you're doing, are there things that you can still do in the same way? I'm going to give you an example from my own trips. I really enjoy in the morning a warm decaf coffee with some of my protein drink in it. I just feel great with it. And so Even if I'm in a hotel room, even if it's going to be two hours until breakfast, depending on time zone changes, whatever is going on. I know that that option is available to me. So I will travel with that protein powder. I will see again now, I'm so grateful that the airport where I'm going to, I know where those already prepared core drinks are that I love. But the point is, even if you can't make that happen, is there any way that something in that morning that you like, that you enjoy, that you can still do? I really like to still get my walks in in the morning if that's possible. If I don't know that, let's say I'm going to sit in a conference all day long, I know I'm going to get sciatica and feel bad. I know that this is going to happen. And so, if I don't do that walk in the morning, makes me feel good. I've already done something that I know I normally like to do. I know I will feel more calm and like I can get through all those hours that are expected of me. So look for ways even if you're going home, if this is you're listening to this episode and maybe it's the holiday time and you're going to be around family for three days, I think you can still get your water intake in because there's always lots of chaos going on and there's so many other foods being presented to you and so many maybe, okay, let's take the kids here and let's go do this, let's go do that. But can you still do the water? When I say routine, it's looking at what is going to ground and center me and still focus me? Other things you could think about for routine. And I'm realizing now routine is really sounding a lot like planning, isn't it? (laughs) But the other thing with routine could be Maybe in the morning, you just think about, okay, what are my three goals for the day? So one of your goals could be, I really want to be present with my family. So I don't want to be on social media on my device. One of your goals could be, I want to take that walk. One of your goals could be the water intake. Your other goal could be, I really want to wait till hunger to eat or I really want to honor my body. Or I know, like if we're thinking more holiday edition here, okay, I know I might be eating a lot more sweets. I want to make sure to balance it. I'm really coming off the six-week blood sugar mastermind, right? And if you're someone that is not there with us live, first of all, we're having an amazing time. But if you're not there live, I think afterward we might have it as a course. So I don't know. Don't don't quote me on that. But this is something that you do not need to end the holidays feeling crappy. It's not about your weight, but that like that blood sugar yo-yo. So maybe one of your routine is that you're going to say, I'm still going to balance things. Even if I'm eating cakes and cookies and doing those things, I will first have a bite of protein and veggie. That can be part of your routine that is grounding, that makes you feel better. You don't end up in the same place. Okay. The third one that I have on here, and this is Honestly, if we had to put a star by everything, planning is number one, and then number three here, this re-entry plan, that is also another really big star. The finding the routines part, I think, takes a little bit of practice and trial and error, but the re-entry plan is the same thing with planning because you're going to have to, in the same way that you're going to say what you're going to do during the trip, that is not where it ends. The re-entry plan is key because even if you did nothing on the trip, even if you just Everything proverbially went to hell in a handbasket on your trip. If you have a reentry plan, you will be 99.99999% more successful. Let me tell you why. There is no amount of damage that you can do in a few days that cannot be reversed real quickly and that you cannot just take care of with getting back on track and getting back to your routines, back to your fiber, back to your protein, back to your water, all those things and it not turning into weeks and months of that. But let me tell you why it's hard when you get back because you don't have anything available and it's really busy and you're tired and now you're right back to work because everyone always wants to get back the minute before they go back to work, right? So it's like, you want to maximize your time. Let me tell you this, you have got to plan the reentry plan. So that could look like you, whenever your flight comes in, do you have time that night to go to the food store and kind of restock the house? If not, could you order online and have the food sitting in front of the door so that when you get home, you just bring it into the house. Is that the time you pay for the food delivery? We all know it's more expensive to pay for that, but could that be worth it? Um, could you have maybe a frozen healthy casserole or, or some type of a thing in the freezer that you know, all right, when I get home, I'm going to right away dethaw that. That will be dinner that evening. And then maybe the next evening, I will go to the store. You have got to have the re-entry plan. Maybe it's even writing out, these things are pantry or shelf stable, and these are the options. Write it out on a list, put it on the counter. So when you get home and you're tired and stressed after the trip, you know, this is what my options were. We do not think in times of panic. When you're tired, you're exhausted after a trip, you know the feeling, your bags are full, you're just, exhausted. You're not like, let me go boil some hard-boiled eggs. But if you have some of these options available, if you make it easy for yourself, maybe you even order at a restaurant that day, but again, you've decided, I'm going to order, I'm going to start with this salad, then I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do that. When you get into these things, you start to realize I can let go a little bit on trips and not worry so much if I put on a pound or two or whatever happens because it's not the end of me. That's not the reality. That's not what's actually going on. I just get right back to things. The ability for you to have a reentry plan, to execute it, to go with it, to just, you don't don't even feel like you want to get back to doing all those things, but you do it. That is where real success is built. If you can start to learn, do I have a reentry plan? If you are going somewhere coming up here, and I want everybody to think, because I, I think this is going to come out, I don't know, sometime in October, maybe November, but if you have trips and things coming up and you don't already have a reentry plan, honestly, I want you to start there. Because even if, because a lot of the times you're going to make plans for what you're going to do on the trip and like you're never going to follow it because you, you're not used to being someone that makes plans and follows through on it, that is actually... A really big life skill to learn how to plan stuff and follow through on it. And by the way, I want to answer to the people out there because I just encountered this this past week. Some people want to be spontaneous with things. And you know what I had to say to this person is spontaneity is often planned. So you can plan, you know, big periods of your day where that's white space. Like I'm going to do whatever I want to do during that period, but often you're not getting this spontaneity. You're not. Getting to enjoy these things often without planning, because what ends up happening is the other foods and things that make you really often not feel very great. Often these sort of sometimes foods, these treat foods, these foods where we, you know, we we enjoy the taste, all these kind of things. While I'm definitely a fan of bringing them in, and you know, we figure out how often. It feels good for you and how it supports your blood sugar and all those kind of things. We often don't feel so great if we're really doing that all the time. And that's often what holidays and trips turn into. What's interesting is if we're not planning, we just end up in a spot where we don't actually ever get what we want. I want you to start out with, do you have a reentry plan? And after the reentry plan, do I have some rough ideas, some rough little tips and tricks up my sleeve to help myself out like me in my bag. And I haven't even had to use it for the past few trips, but I have a few protein single packets. They're in another packets that they don't, (laughs) they're in another little Ziploc bags that they don't bust open and get all over my bag. But the point is I haven't even had to use this stuff, but it's the fact that I have it with me. And it's the fact that I'm thinking through things so much that I haven't even needed it. So today was, it's interesting. I thought this was going to be such a quick episode, but I want you to really think about instead of when you're going on these trips or you're doing these things that oh this is going to ruin my routine and this is going to be such a problem, I want you to think through how can I still enjoy stuff? How can I still support myself? How can I do those things? I will always come back to here. One of my friends, Chris, she's I talk about her a lot and she's been on the podcast and she's coming into the blood sugar mastermind. You know, something that Chris always shared with me all these years is that she quite often has all, all these food and snacks and things with her. She'll have a few nuts or a little thing of cheese or, or her protein drink or whatever it is. And she might even sit with her kids in whatever place as they're getting whatever food, a, food, a snack, whatever it is. And she might be eating her own thing. And she told that I hope she's okay with me saying this, but I'll ask her before I air this. But she told me the other day, you know, she goes into this place, her kids are eating whatever and the server said oh do you prep your food because they saw that she just opened up her tupperware and she was eating her thing and she was like yeah and and they were having whatever conversation and the person was like yeah i like to do blah 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 the point is no one cared no one cares what you're doing. It's you have to get over yourself to get these things done. And so I just want to bring that up that quite often you think, well, everyone else is going to be ordering this or doing that. Or I hear a lot that, well, it's a structured company dinner. And you know what I said to that person? I was like, listen, if you had celiac disease or you have gluten intolerance or you're a vegetarian or other things are going on, you're going to speak up for what your preferences are. So this whole thing of it's a set menu and I can't ask for anything, that's entirely purely BS. I'm sorry. Because there are people in the world where they cannot fit into that bucket of just accepting whatever. So I want you to become that person where if you feel that you want to ask for different things or you need different things, go ahead and do it. Because you know what? No one else is showing up for you to feel great, for you to not be, I'm going to use the waterlog term, (laughs) for you to not feel horrible the next day. No one else cares about that except yourself. Hopefully you got a few ideas today about how you might be able to plan things to keep it really easy. The other thing, I'm just thinking of a few things as I'm going here. When you're doing planning, I don't want you to to get fancy with creating and doing different things. The things I'm bringing with me and and I'm doing, it's what I eat anyways. I rec- <clears throat> so for example, I recently went to a conference in downtown Chicago and I literally had in a thing there and we ended up leaving some of it in the car, but for the night before and the morning and all that stuff, I had some green beans, I had some apples, like I had a lot of the things that I normally eat. I didn't get Fancy and creative with new things and trying new stuff... It was what I normally have. I just packed that. Don't make this into a bigger process that it needs to be. Just have some of these things with you, and then you get to decide, do I want to use these, or do I want to, oh, they actually have a great option. My sister just went to a conference this morning. She texted me. She needs to follow a gluten-free diet, and she said, look at all this great gluten-free breakfast that they had. That's amazing, right? You couldn't have predicted that you're going to go there and they're going to have that. They did, but what a nice surprise. But if not, she would have been prepared. Prepared. i hope you got some great inspiration here if you're loving my episode things like that again i would really ask that you leave a review some of you have left such great reviews and i really want to thank you for that and take a screenshot of this podcast share the link share it on your social tag me i'm always mater and Tia md tag me that you like it i w- always want to know your thoughts and what episodes are really resonating all right i hope you have a great rest of the day a great week and we will talk next week take care